0: Well, good morning, church, and happy Mother's Day. I hope you're looking forward to celebrating this day with your mom, with your wife, with your family. Uh, I've already called my mom this morning in Kentucky and wished her a happy Mother's Day. And I know it's an unusual holiday this year. We can't do some of the things that we enjoy doing, whether it's going out to eat at a nice restaurant, or some of us are not even able to, tr- to, to visit our mom because of this virus. But I want to encourage you to be creative and do what you can to express love to those who are part of your family, but especially to your Mom and to your wife and and dads. I hope you're helping your kids uh, know how to do that today uh, as well. You know we have a beautiful tradition at First Baptist. It's been around for a number of years. Carnations at the altar and during the service, children, grandchildren will come to the altar, get a carnation take it to their mother take it to their grandmother give them a hug say I love you and I've often seen three and four generations together and crying and it's a beautiful meaningful time and I know some of you in our church family are missing that tradition this year And that's why yesterday we had all of those roses at the church and many of you brought your children by and they got a rose so they could give it to their mother and we wanted to do what we could to help you celebrate and honor mom because it's important that that we we do that recently I, I saw an online article in good housekeeping that was titled 58 best mother's day gifts so i was intrigued and i opened it up and i flipped through the gifts what were they recommending it was interesting everything they were recommending was was things like you know flowers uh perfume purses uh, uh, candles things you you could buy it's like some advertiser had said promote all this stuff for mother's day and, and buying gifts for your wife and buying gifts for mom is a beautiful thing to do there's nothing wrong with it and some of you have moms who have you know gifts as their love language and so bless them with gifts but I want to remind us that some of the better gifts some of the more important things in life we can do for our wives and for our mothers to make them feel special are not it's not things that we we buy there are other gifts that over the course of a life can can bless someone so much There was a a couple who had been married uh, 21 years and as mother's day was approaching she said to her husband she said you know honey you know i love you but there's also another woman who loves you and this year for mother's day i'd like you to spend some time with her i'd like for you to take her on a date and it's it's your mom she had been a widow for 19 years and he'd been busy working raising three kids and so while he saw his mom he he didn't spend as much time with her as he would like and as he knew he should so he 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 felt um, yeah I'll do that and so he called his mom and asked her for a date and she was surprised but excited and agreed and that Friday night before Mother's Day came he went to her house and she was standing in the door with this angelic smile on her face and and she was dressed up in her best had gone and had her hair fixed and she was so looking forward to it and as they got in the car she told him that she had explained to all of her friends that her son was taking her on a date for Mother's Day and they were impressed. And we're looking forward to hearing from her how how the evening went. And so they go to this uh, local restaurant. It's a nice place. And they sit down, and they're looking at the menu. She's having a hard time reading it because of the print and the ambiance. And her vision's not what it used to be. And so he's reading the menu out loud to his mom. In the midst of that, he looks up, and he sees this sweet smile on her face. And and, and she looks at him, and, and she says, You know, son, when you were young, I used to read the menu to you. And it was just an interesting you know, twist in time as now he's reading the menu to his mom. They order their meal. They enjoy it together. They begin talking. They had planned to go to a movie afterward, but they spent so much time talking together that night. They missed their movies. They sat there eating and talking for a couple of hours. And when the evening was over, he uh, took her back to her house. And when he got to his house, his wife asked him how his date had gone. And he said, really well. In fact, it went better than I expected and so he was really happy about the evening a few days later his mom unexpectedly died of a heart attack and then a few weeks after the funeral there was an envelope came to their house addressed to him and in it was information that his mom had paid for him and his wife to have a dinner at that same restaurant and she had included a note explaining to him how special that night was to her, how much it meant to her. And she ended her note by saying, I love you, son. See, some things we give people, it's not, not what we buy. It's what we do. It's, it's the quality of the relationship. It's the investment we make in them as an individual. It's the time we spend with them. It's, it's the things we do that say to them, you matter. You matter. You you matter to me. I care about you, and you are of great, great worth. Those are gifts that are timeless. Gifts people don't remember. I'm sure you, like me, don't remember all the gifts that people gave you in the past, whether it was for Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, your birthday. But those special things that people do that say to you they love you, you remember those moments and 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 i want to encourage us to think about those in fact god in the scripture teaches us what some of those special gifts those better gifts are and if you have your bible i invite you to turn with me to the book of ephesians chapter five in this chapter he talks about husbands and wives and children and parents we're just going to look at a little bit of it and and i want us to 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 glean from this teaching in 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 the new testament Some of the the gifts that God says, husbands, I I want you to give these gifts to your wife. And, And some of the gifts that God says, children, I want you to give these gifts to your mom. And so I want to talk to the husbands first about the gifts that God says, I want you to give your wife. Not just on Mother's Day, not just on a holiday, but throughout your life together and so if you have your Bible you can follow with me in Ephesians 5 starting at verse 25 let's read together he says husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her and then dropping down to verse 28 so husbands ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies he who loves his own wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes it cherishes it just as christ also does the church and then dropping down to verse 31 for this reason and this is also quoting genesis in the old testament god's plan for marriage for this reason he says a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh now real quickly i want to break out for you five gifts that husbands are supposed to give their wives according to the Lord Jesus Christ who created marriage in the first place and 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 they're basic but man they're life transformative the first one is love think about that love he talks about it over and over in these verses to to love your wife the way Christ loved the church and love is something that grows. Love is something that needs to be cultivated, needs to be developed, it gets deeper, it gets stronger, it becomes more mature as time passes if we are intentional, if we do the things that love is supposed to do the way we talked about a few weeks ago in 1 Corinthians 13. Because it's so easy to get caught up in life become busy with all of our activities even family activities, work activities recreation, television it's so, so easy to get caught up and, and get busy to become you know, self-absorbed and, 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 and begin taking for granted our wives to begin taking for granted the need that I have to, to grow my love intentionally uh, for my wife. I remember Monisa and I had not been married very long and we attended a wedding at George, on the campus of Georgetown College in Kentucky. I was a, a groomsman and it was an outdoor wedding. And, uh, and so when the wedding was over, the ceremony ended, I was escorting one of the bridesmaids to the reception, which was uh, some distance away inside a, a building. So I escort her all the way there like I'm supposed to do. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I get my punch, and I'm sitting down, and I'm drinking my punch. And after a few moments, I look up. And standing in front of me is my young wife. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me, I had totally forgotten she was there. That was not a good moment, and and I've gotten better in in the years since. Because see, you, you you take moments in life, you take experiences in life, and you learn, you learn from them so that you can love better in the next moment, Lo- love better in the the years ahead. And so, love is a, a gift, and so it's not just an emotion; it's what we do. And are we willing to learn from our own experiences? A second gift that God says we're supposed to give our wives is sacrificial service. He said, love your wives the way Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. And that means we put her needs first. We put her interests, her dreams, her desires at the top of the heap, if you will. And it's not always about being focused on what I want, what I need, what I enjoy, what I like. And I'm willing to sacrifice for her. That's one gift that every loving husband needs to give to his wife. A third gift is nourishment. He, 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 He talks about the body and how we nourish our body and cherish our body or we're supposed to and he says in the same way you are to nourish your wife your relationship with her and you are to cherish her and it's it's interesting that the word nourishment there the root word means to feed and so in time this word came to mean uh, strengthening developing maturing growing blessing helping helping her here's here's the idea when you nourish your wife It means that you are intentional about helping her become the woman god created her to be intentional about helping her become the follower of jesus christ that jesus saved her to be helping her realize her dreams her desires her wants in life you nourish her it's the opposite of tearing down it's the opposite of discouraging it's the opposite of starving it's the opposite of holding her back it's building her up I remember uh, uh, many years ago, back in the 90s, there was an elderly couple in our church, Jim and, and Louise Crenshaw, I believe were their names. And, and, and they'd been married many decades, and, and they didn't have many years left. and So I went to see them one day in their little house. And uh, what I remember about that visit all those years ago is how he bragged nonstop about her cornbread. In fact, he was so proud of her cornbread, he went to the kitchen and got some and made me eat it. And the whole time he was talking about that cornbread and having me eat it, he was just beaming, he was smiling, he just bragged on her. And, and then there's a, another couple, a younger couple, Monice and I had dinner with once. And I still remember how many times during dinner the husband jokingly talked about how his wife was a lousy cook how she couldn't do this and how she couldn't do that. And he was trying to make it funny and humorous, but not realizing that humor cuts, humor scars. That kind of of joking put down hurts and wounds people. And so when the Bible says husbands, nourish your wife, it means that you're building up, you're giving her the gift of encouragement. You're not giving her the gift, the bad gift, the ugly gift of discouragement and pain the fourth gift that god says husbands are to give their wives is to cherish them just as jesus cherishes us and it's interesting again that root word means to keep something warm so it's the idea of fostering a love that is warm and is caring and and is intimate and and is is devoted and is tender it's the opposite of being cold the opposite of being harsh and critical and negative it's the opposite of being distant and so to cherish your wife and 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 live with her in such a way that that she knows that you are you are keeping her safe and you are making her feel special and you are tender toward her Monisa and i have been married 38 years and uh, 28 years ago, on our 10th anniversary, we went to, to the, the beach. And unknown, unknown to her, I had written in our church newsletter uh, a tribute to her. She had, not, she had not seen it. So when we get to the beach, I show her the newsletter, and she reads what I had written that was going out in the mail to everybody in our church. And I still remember when she, re- she read it, she got, a, she got a tear in her eye. For the last 28 years, my wife has kept this laminated tribute that I wrote to her 28 years ago, in her wallet in fact uh earlier this week i asked her if i could share this as a story and she she got her purse and she got her wallet in the purse and she pulled out this little laminated article that that simply reached 10 years ago on march 27 i had the joy of becoming the husband of a very special lady and then i go on to say some things about her it touched her so much that 28 years later it's still in her purse and by the way she she made me she made me promise i would not lose this and i don't know what will happen to the future of our relationship if i lose this so i'm taking it back home to her and that's just to illustrate that you can grow all of us can grow in our ability to express love to, to to let our wife know that they are special and that this gift is more valuable to my wife than anything i've ever purchased for her on any holiday and that's what God wants us to do is to cherish our wives in such a way they know they. matter the last gift, the fifth one, real quickly, that husbands are supposed to give their wives is commitment. Jesus quoting Genesis, at the, or rather Paul quoting Jesus at the end of this chapter said that a man is to leave his father and mother and unite with his wife, be joined with his wife, and the two become one. It's the idea of commitment, wearing this wedding band. And many of you have heard it said before that a a wedding ring, a wedding band is a circle, meaning your love has no end. It's made of precious metal. You're to keep yourselves pure and devoted to one another. And every time you see this ring on your finger, it's to remind you, you made a commitment to her. And every time you see the ring on her finger, it reminds you that she is counting on you, that she is depending on you. And so God says, husbands, give your wives these gifts that change lives, that make life worth living, the gifts of love and sacrificial service, of nourishment and cherishing her and of being committed to her. But now let me change direction for just a few moments and talk to the young ones in the home, to the children who are watching right now, whether you're five, six, seven years old or 17 years old. I want to talk to the kids a moment because in this passage, God makes very clear there are some gifts that God wants children to give to to their moms and so in chapter 6 of Ephesians at the end of what we just read about the husbands in verses 1 and 2 look at what God says listen to it if you have your Bible you can follow with me he says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise so two gifts that God wants every child to give his or her mom one is obedience and the other is honor or respect now when he says here, children, obey your parents, obey your mom, this word obedience, obey comes from two, is a compound word in the original language of the Bible, it comes from two words. One means to be under and the other to be to, to hear, to listen. And so the idea of obeying is that I hear what my mom says and I submit myself to it. I place myself under the authority of what my mother says. So I listen to her and I submit to her. And then he says another gift, children, you're supposed to give your mom is honor or respect. And that word honor means to value her, to to think of her as somebody special, to esteem her and, and consider her worth more than your favorite toy. That she's of more value and more precious to you than your favorite toy in your bedroom or out in the garage or in the yard. She's that special to you. In fact, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word that is translated honor means to be heavy and what what that is saying is that when you honor someone you view them as somebody significant in your life as somebody that that plays a prominent role in your life and you don't diminish them in your eyes they have great status they have great standing you know mother's day which we're celebrating was a holiday started in the early part of the 1900s in our country It was started by a woman named Anna Jarvis. And part of her story is when she was 12 years old, her mother taught a Sunday school class. And Anna happened to be in class that day. And when her mom finished the Sunday school lesson, she prayed. And the way Anna told it, here's what her mom prayed. Let me read it to you. Her mom prayed, I hope and pray that someone sometime will found a memorial Mother's Day commemorating her, commemorating mom's, for their matchless service that she renders to humanity in every field of life. And then her mom prayed, she's entitled to it. Amen. And that simple prayer made such an impression on Anna that some years later when her mom died in 1905, standing there in the cemetery, she blurted out loud a promise to her mom and to herself that she was going to be certain that her mom's prayer was answered and she began the campaign that ultimately resorted resulted in our mother's day in america now here's a woman who spent a good part of her life in a very practical way trying to honor her deceased mom but moms can be honored children listen moms can be honored in simple ways throughout the year nicholas six years old at the grocery store with his mom she had them in the buggy in the cart while she was shopping They were now the with all the canned vegetables and and nicholas reached over and he grabbed a can of asparagus and he and he held it up and he asked his mom what about what about this one and his mom took it from his hand and she she looked at it and she said asparagus i love asparagus it's my favorite vegetable but it's but it's just a little too expensive and she gently put it back on the shelf a few months later it was christmas family was together opening their gifts and there was this one gift for mom it wasn't wrapped very beautifully. It was kind of, you know, ragged like a kid would do wrapping a gift, and she got it and she opened it, and inside was a can of asparagus because Nicholas had spent the time between that day in the grocery store and Christmas saving all the little pennies he could find so he could get his dad to buy him a can of asparagus for Mom because he wanted to give her what he knew she loved. See, when you care about somebody, you pay attention to them. You know what's important to them. You know what makes them feel feel significant and and, and special. You know what their needs are, their fears are, their dreams are, their hopes are. And love shows up in those places. Love finds a way to to help them in those areas, to to say, I'm listening. I see you. You matter. Because love means I'm not just looking at myself and thinking about myself, but I notice the others in my life, I notice my wife. I notice my mom, who she is and what she needs and what she wants. So here's the question I want to wrap this up with. What is God saying to you right now? What, what are you hearing God speak into your heart and to your mind? What thoughts are coming to you? What, what are you feeling on the inside? What is one thing, What's just one thing, god is leading you to do to show love to your wife to your mom will you whisper a prayer right now in your heart and say lord jesus i'm going to do that one thing for my wife that one thing for my mom i also know there are people listening right now watching and you are making a decision, you feel a desire in your heart to, to renew, to recommit yourself, if you will, as a follower of Jesus Christ. You you did it years ago, but you've kind of drifted away. There, are, There's someone listening right now who realizes that they need to commit their lives to Jesus the first time and become a follower of Jesus. And I want you there where you are to pray and express in your own words to Jesus Christ the commitment you feel led to make right now. And then I want you to to contact us at the church at first baptist so we can help you in your walk with jesus simply text the word jesus to the number on the screen 803-310-4455 and one of our pastors will follow up with you to help you in your walk with jesus christ lord thank you for every family that's watching this worship service right now and worshiping you with us and i pray every marriage will be strengthened every every relationship between a a son and his mom a, a daughter and her mom Would be strengthened because each and every one of us determine in our hearts that we're going to listen to what you say, Father. And no matter what gifts we buy at the store or through Amazon or anything else, we're going to give our loved ones, we're going to give our wife, we're going to give our mom the gifts that last forever. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.